everybody, and welcome to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I am Rufio. Rufio! Rufio! That's what it was. Um, yeah, it's Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. There you go. There you go. What a way to start. Yeah, man. Um, we are super excited to be talking about what we're talking about this week. Last week, we kind of teased it by saying that we were going to be doing a Robin Williams double feature, but we didn't actually announce what we would be doing. So we are you going to be... You could have guessed if you saw our Instagram. If you're yes. not following us, follow us. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. We gave out a little, uh, what, what, what would you call it? It was like an emoji uh, challenge, basically. You had to figure out what we were doing. Mm-hmm. A couple people got it. Yeah, I got um, several responses, and um, I think four, three or four of you um, got it correct almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And so the two emojis that I chose were the crossing swords emoji and the elephant emoji. So that was supposed to describe the two Robin Williams uh, movies that we would be talking about. And a lot of you guessed, it's Hook and Jumanji. Yes. I'm super excited about it. And we f- I feel like those two movies kind of go hand in hand, right? Uh, I mean, I would say so in the fact that they're like kind of like Robin Williams is a comedic actor. So a lot of his mm-hmm. stuff is, you know, more funny. And so these two are m- and then he's done some serious stuff. Yeah. Dead Poets Society, What Dreams May Come, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Um, and so this is kind of like, in, they're both kind of in the middle. There's definitely funny parts, but it's kind of like serious. Like the whole concept of the story is somewhat serious. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then I also just think they're both really good adventure movies. You know what I mean? Yes. In terms of like yes, genre. Absolutely. Um, and maybe like even more specifically kids adventure movies. Like it's very yeah. family friendly, oh, both yeah, of them. Absolutely. They definitely both have adult themes. I think they're both PG. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did actually find some comparisons between the two movies that I thought would be kind of interesting to chat about. I'm excited to hear those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these are like, these might be two of my favorite Robin Williams movies ever. Cause I mean, like you said, he's been in a ton of stuff. I, I also love Dead Poet Society. Definitely up there for me right. as well. But it's, but these two are just so, so good. They're just so good. Um, so we're going to be talking about Hook first, and mm-hmm. then we're going to go into Jumanji. And then, spoiler alert, we've got some trivia on both. Ooh. So um, I'll explain that when we get to it. But we're starting with Hook. Can you remember the first time that you have ever, had ever seen Hook? I'm not sure. I For sure it was with my whole family. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I remember getting this movie on DVD mm-hmm. and watching it a lot. Yeah. I mean, we watched it a good bit. My mom loves this movie. I do feel like it's it's good for the whole family. It's like boys will love it. Girls will love it, and parents will love it because it's just kind of for everyone. It's very, very well written, you know. I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who have never heard of Hook, I mean, where you been? Yeah, seriously. Uh, Spoiler alert for both of these movies. I don't know that we have absolutely. to say that for this. I don't know but... <laughs> that we have to say that for, but I mean, spoiler alert, come yeah. on, guys. You know, yeah. uh, this came out in '91. Okay. So this movie is as old as I am. Wow. Uh, Let's see. Uh, it's the premise 
essentially. It's a movie about Peter Pan, but guess what? Peter Pan left Neverland and grew up and forgot all about Neverland. And so uh, he moves to America with, funnily enough, Wendy from the original Peter Pan, her granddaughter. Yes. And they get married and they have kids and they move to America and he's a big businessman in America, a hotshot lawyer Mm -hmm. um, for this company. And they go back to England because uh, the hospital is dedicating a wing to Wendy because of all her work she's done with orphans throughout her life, uh, including Peter, um, because by the time Peter does come back to the real world, Wendy has grown up. Right. Um, and so they go back to Wendy's house, the house from, you know, the original Peter Pan, and his kids end up getting kidnapped by Captain Hook, and he ends up going back to Neverland and figuring out that he used to be Peter Pan and, you know, ultimately saving his kids. So that's the the quick synopsis yes. of what this story is. That was there's good. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in between there. No, but that was very concise. I appreciated it. Um, I also, it made me remember, and I didn't even put this in my notes, I love, I, I already said I love how it was written, but I love the element of Wendy growing up and doing Mm -hmm. so much for the orphans orphans. and saving all of these kids and all that stuff because it's perfect. It's like she saved a lot of, quote, lost boys Mm -hmm. even when she was in the real world, even when she grew up um, into an adult and did all of that stuff. I I just love that element. A lot of the kids that she rescued were boys, and Mm -hmm. so it kind of makes you think that maybe... We know that Peter came back. There's another character in um, that lives with Wendy named Toodles, mm-hmm. who's an older man who also used to be a lost boy, and he yeah. came back. So you kind of have to think that maybe a bunch of the boys came back yeah. and Wendy helped find families for them. Oh, I mean, the whole beginning of it, just setting up where Peter is now, with his family and his job and all of that stuff, and then going to London for Christmas and seeing Granny Wendy and all of that stuff. The way that we it's set say, up is just so good. Yes, it's just we should so good. say that Peter is not a great father. That's true. He, he loves his kids, but he misses everything. Yes. He's preoccupied with his work. He is uh, way too busy with work to worry about his kids' baseball games, um, to even play with them. Tells uh, his kids they need to grow up. Yes. Which is... A couple of times. I don't want to grow up. <clears throat> yeah. That's the whole That's the whole thing. And I think that it... I think the way they wrote adult Peter is like... It makes his transformation back into Peter Pan all the stronger, yes. in my opinion. Because and like... Really? He's not a good dad. He tells his kids to grow up. He's afraid of heights. Of flying. In of flying. He's afraid of flying. And I'm like, and and then just to see him go back, because no, knowing all of that as pretty much everybody in the world that knows the story of Peter Pan, when this movie came out and like hearing all of that stuff, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, he's afraid of flying. He doesn't like his kids. He wants everybody to grow up and he wants to be a man and all this stuff. You're like, oh my gosh. It's just, it's, I feel like it was a really interesting way to set it up. I liked it a lot. And I couldn't see anybody else playing this part. No, absolutely not. Robin Williams has such a, like, charm about him, but it's not even, like, charm is too weak a word for him. He's, like, brilliant in my eyes. Every movie that he's been in, 
I've just been so impressed with him. So, first fun fact. Yes. Um, their last name is Banning. Mm-hmm. In uh, this, so the Bannings, when they fly to uh, England, uh, you remember you hear uh, the pilot come on the plane. This is your captain speaking. Mm-hmm. You know whose voice that was? Who? Dustin Hoffman. <gasps> who plays Captain Hook. What? So when he says, this is your captain speaking, it's this, literally the voice of Captain Hook. This is your captain speaking. <gasps> I love that we should say we should back up just a little bit and just name some of the star-studded cast real Mm, quick also directed by steven spielberg Mm -hmm. amazing um but we've got dustin hoffman as hook that is like the coolest fun fact ever my brain is still like processing it okay dustin hoffman as hook robin williams Mm -hmm. uh bob hoskins as smee as smee who's incredible by the way like if if you grew up and you watched the cartoon Peter Pan, as mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of you did. Bob Hoskins does a perfect job, like recreating that character. Absolutely, because to be fair, to when, be fair, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, so I paused. Um, when you are watching the cartoon version, they don't give Smee a whole lot of like depth or storyline. It's just kind of him being like, "Hey, Captain," but the way, but he, the way he does it, and the way yes. he, he makes his jokes. Is just like it's so good. In the it's cartoon. so good, and particularly the scenes him and Dustin Hoffman have together, yes. them playing off of each other is just amazing. <laughs> okay, more in the cast. Yes. Next up, we have uh, Tinkerbell, played by Julia oh. Roberts. Julia Roberts, my queen. I'm obsessed with her. I love the way she did Tinkerbell at two. You know what I mean? I hated the haircut. You didn't like the hair. Tinkerbell had like a little ponytail. She had a little like bun on top of her head, but, but that was the Disney Tinkerbell. A a bob, I or do, a real short haircut that did not flatter Julia Roberts. I was gonna say I do feel like the the hair that they chose was a little bit too contemporary for Tinkerbell. It was kind of a '90s hairstyle. Yes, though. but I wanted to look up, and I meant to do it before we recorded, but um, she's not prepared today. Um, she had that haircut at the end of Steel Magnolias. Oh, did she? I wonder if there was like any overlap. Because she had to have it mm-hmm. for this. She got it for yeah. Because the there was Steel the Magnolias. whole scene in Steel Magnolias where Shelby Shelby's like known for like being the most beautiful girl in town with like long beautiful hair, mm-hmm. and after she has the baby, she wants to make her life easier, so she chops all chops her, hair, all her off. hair off. And so Julia Roberts, I feel like, actually had that short hair. I wonder if that's that so, maybe why they did it. Yeah. But I will say, I didn't hate the Tinkerbell hair. I feel like she, Julia Roberts is like stunning in general. I feel like she could have any hair and still be beautiful. But I feel like the hair with the costume, I think they were trying to go more of like fairy of like lore and legend as well, opposed to like, like Disney it's Tinkerbell. It's pixie cut. Yeah. So. <gasps> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> How, how do I know more about women's hairstyles than you? <laughs> a pixie cut. A literal pixie cut. Yeah. Wow. You learn something new every day. But yes, she's amazing. Continue. Next up, we have Granny Wendy, the original Wendy Moira Angela Darling. Mm. Maggie Smith. Uh, Dame. That's Dame Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith. Forgive me. Check yourself. <laughs> Forgive me. Dame Maggie Smith. Um, we all know her and love her as Professor McGonagall, but she's done a ton of stuff. And I love her and everything she's in. I'm pretty sure we said 
in her first scene of this movie, how does she look older in this than she does in anything else that she's done since then? Like, yeah, they made her. I mean, this was done in 91. They probably rec- filmed it in 89, 90. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was obviously younger, so they had to make her look older. Right. But now, like today, she is probably about the age that she was made to look like in Hook, but yeah. still doesn't look as old as they made her Correct. look. Correct. Correct. And I get it. There is, she's supposed to be, I mean, they call her Granny Wendy. Yeah. She's supposed to look old. And it's supposed to be such a stark contrast from mm-hmm. like how Peter remembers Wendy, that whole thing. But I was just like, I mean, Maggie Smith looks amazing. <laughs> like she, in 1991, was made up to look so much older than she is now. I don't know. It's so funny. I loved her in this role, though. Next up, we have Moira Banning. So yes. uh, Wendy's granddaughter mm-hmm. and Peter's wife. Right. Played by, do you remember? I can't remember her name, but throwback to our Princess Diaries episode because she plays Mia's mom. She does. Carolyn Goodall. Shout out, Caroline. Carolyn? Caroline? Caroline? Car- maybe Caroline. Caroline. Caroline Goodall. Okay. I love her. Um, I've loved her when she was Mia's mom in Princess Diaries, but I love her in this as well. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I would say that's the the main cast. There are uh, a lot of the Lost Boys. Um, you, you may recognize a couple of them. They've been in some things. And then uh, did the kids do anything else after this? Or were they just... So the, the two kids were played by Charlie Cosmo and Amber Scott. Shout out. Um, yeah. Uh, so Charlie Cosmo did Hook in 91. He did Can't Hardly Wait in 98. And then he's done one other thing in 2018. So he doesn't really do a lot of acting. Okay. Um, Amber Scott, who plays the daughter, um, did, uh, wow, did Hook and that's it. Wow. So she was a one and done. She was a voice actor in The American Experience. I don't know what that is, but that's her only two actress credits. I mean, she was real cute and real talented, but maybe she just didn't want to do anything else. Didn't didn't like it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I thought the the kids did well. I I liked them. I thought they did very well as well. Jack specifically, because he has a lot of like... Intense scenes Intense for a scenes kid. For a kid, and he he does it really really well. I agree. Um, this movie has quite possibly one of the most insane cameos. Yes, I I, I actually seen. wrote down three of them, but the one that you're gonna mention the one is that the I'm craziest. <laughs> is by far the wackiest. Out of left field. Yeah, it's literally like, what what you doing in here, man? And I, I, I didn't look up why or how it came about <laughs> or maybe looking through some of the uh, fun facts that I find. I, I, I may be able to find one real quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, when the kids get kidnapped by Hook, they don't know where they go. They call the police in mm-hmm. England. Yep. And who is the chief investigator? None other than Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Of Genesis. 
Uh, also, the music for Tarzan, the greatest soundtrack <laughs> of any movie ever, Tarzan. And also, was he in the police? No. No. That, that wasn't was, him? That was Sting. Shoot. He was in Genesis. Okay, got it. Yeah. But anyway, Phil Collins as the... the inspector. Inspector. Hilarious. Inspector, inspector Good. Well, he was very good. Well, no. Actually, he didn't... He didn't know where the kids were. Well, that's true. And he never but figured it out. I will say, this is very random, but I had it written down. He actually has one of my favorite lines in the whole movie, and he only has like two lines. A couple of lines, yeah. yeah. He has one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. And it is when Toodles just happens to be walking through the living room. He doesn't really know what's happening, right? Yes, he's lost his marbles. Right, quite literally. And he, all of a sudden, in the middle of Phil Collins' big scene, turns to him and says, (laughs) I've forgotten how to fly. And Phil Collins just pauses and goes, yes, well, one does. (laughs) And then the scene just kind of continues. It's ultimately like a throwaway line. Like the scene just continues. Nobody really pays attention. But like you think back and you're like, this is basically what this movie is about. I've forgotten how to fly. Yes, well, one does. Like when you grow up, you just forget, you know. And I'm like, Phil Collins, who gave you permission? (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah, probably, probably. But Uh, I'm like, that is hilarious. Yeah, I I had forgotten about it. And then when he came on, we were both looked at each other. I was like. (laughs) Phil Collins? Phil Collins? What is he doing here? Insane. The only, the other two um, cameos that I wrote down, I'm sure there are more, but the top three. Oh, yes. Another one. Uh, You know what? Arguably. Another crazy one. Another crazy one. And I do want to actually look this up. Maybe if, if I can't do it in real time, maybe I'll put it on the Instagram later. Glenn Close plays one of the pirates. Male pirates. A male pirate in Neverland. With a couple of lines, gets in trouble and gets put in, quote, the boo box, which is just a treasure chest where they put scorpions in it with, in you. It with you. It's insane. She's got an, a crazy scene, basically, with Dustin Hoffman. And I just want to know, was Glenn Close just like on, on set, set that, that day? day? Just walking by like, what's going on, guys? Is she like really <laughs> Steven, good friends with Steven someone? Steven Spielberg was like, you want to be a pirate? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, sure. Like, hey, Glenn, <laughs> what are you up to today? Are you free? Like. I just want to know how that came about because that is literally insane. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. And then the third cameo I have is Gwyneth Paltrow as a, let me get this right, a young original Wendy. Yes. Right? I it was like as, as Wendy yes. was growing up and Peter was coming back, it was like, yes. oh my gosh, Gwyneth Paltrow, I think. But anyway, and she only, I think was only in like a couple of scenes, but I was like, Gwyneth, what you doing, girl? Um... Yeah, but those were my three. That's that's crazy. There's another one. There's another one? That may be even crazier that <gasps> I just read. And I'm literally... Shook? Shooketh. I mean, you have a shook face on. Um, so first I want to say that Robin Williams became like best friends with Steven Spielberg during the filming of this. Love it. And after Robin Williams died, Steven Spielberg decided that he went back and, and watched this movie as like in remembrance of him and he said he couldn't get through it he couldn't stop crying Steven he was crying Spielberg for several hours watching this because Aww. he was apparently so close with Robin Williams Ugh. and then I mean this movie in particular after Robin Williams passing and just having that kind of like color your viewing of this movie it's I mean I was getting teary eyed yeah. just watching it on not, not even the like 
sad or, or really happy parts, but just like watching him interact with all the boys, the Absolutely. lost boys, and just Absolutely. seeing their faces and his face and. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful. It, yes, it ma- it definitely made me tear up too. And you know that he must have had so much fun oh with them on gosh, set. Oh my gosh, he had so much fun. Uh, those boys making him laugh. I, I could just see are... it. Yeah. So the kissing couple on the bridge. Yes, start, the one I pointed out. The one that you pointed out that started floating up after some pixie dust. Yeah. Got okay. It. Let me paint the picture real quick. Tinkerbell is bringing an adult Peter Pan back to Neverland, and her pixie dust is like leaving a trail as they're leaving the. Um, nursery window and a random couple is had just happens to be kissing on the bridge and gets hit with some of the pixie dust and is just floating up and spinning around and it's so beautiful and romantic and they don't even know they're floating because they're in love do you know who that couple was <gasps> am i about to freak out who is it maybe not as much as i did but you definitely are gonna freak out okay who what other director is real good friends with steven spielberg oh i don't know do i know maybe not George Lucas of Star Wars. Okay. What movie did he direct? Star Wars. Who was in that? Pr- Princess Leia. Carrie Fisher? It was George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Shut up. For real? You can't even see their faces, but that it was them. They're so far away. You just see their silhouettes like kissing and spinning around. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? I'm about to start crying. That is the coolest thing really ever. Cool. So what? Another fun fact: I, I'm I'm spitting them out today. I was gonna say I so have some Dame, notes, but Dame I'm gonna Maggie let you go. Dame Smith was only 56 years old when this was filmed. In, she looks 97. 92. Oh my God. <laughs> That's insane. And so they 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 aged her by putting on makeup to make her be 90. They did a great job. Let me let me just tell you. I'm still reeling from the George Lucas, Carrie Fisher thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, what's some of your notes? Because I mean, okay. I, I got plenty. We got a lot to talk about today and I got we plenty do. of fun facts that I can. Yeah, it might be a longer one. Um, so just hang in there with us because I know we've got a whole other movie to talk about, but it's fine. These are great movies and we have to talk about them. Um, okay, so we touched on that. Um, okay, I love the subtle and maybe not so subtle nods at the beginning of this movie to the original Peter Pan. Um, For example, Robin Williams is seen in his like signature hands on hips stance. Yes. Even before. Multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. Even before he knows, even before the Peter Pan storyline comes in, he's like seen like that. And it's just like a little, uh, you know, a little nod, a little homage. Um, And then also... Where were my... Oh, okay. Um, Moira, when they first get to London, uh, they're in the doorway and Wendy sees them for the first time up at the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. And Moira says, "Um, I told you I'd get him here by By hook hook or or by by crook. crook. And I was like, oh, ding, 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 by hook or by crook. And then um, there's a really quick pan of the living room in London. And on the table is a top hat round black glasses Mm -hmm. and an old teddy teddy bear bear, and i was like this is amazing um and i'm sure there are a whole bunch but that's just those are just the few that i wrote down that they never mentioned john and um they did but it was half a second uh, i missed it yeah they didn't really it was when um he came back he was in neverland michael yeah john John michael uh peter came back in his house house in neverland in the tree 
uh-huh. when uh, Tinkerbell brought him there and Hook, they said Hook burnt it when Peter didn't come back. So everything was damaged. Um, but he was looking around. He was like, oh, but this chair was over here and I slept here. And Tink, your house was here. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He says like, oh, John slept here and there was Michael's bed. And all that okay. stuff. So he he mentions them, yeah. but he but you're right. They don't really touch on them at all. It would have been kind of cool to see them as old men because Grant. I mean, Wendy yeah. is an old woman, so it would have been kind of cool. So there was apparently a, a scene that ended up getting cut. It was a very lengthy, complicated scene that ended up getting cut. Okay. Uh, and because it got cut after. Uh, Bob Hoskins bought beer for 300 extras. Because the scene was cut? Because the scene ended up getting cut. And he was like, man, I feel bad that this is getting cut after we've spent all this time doing this. Um, And he would also alleviate stress on set by singing various versions of the Lionel Richie hit, Hello. This is Bob Hoskins? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He'd run around singing, Hello. Oh, my God. Is that it is me you're looking for? Stop it. Yep. He's my new favorite. That's incredible. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So I'm going to ask you eventually what your favorite scene in this movie is. I know it's impossible because there are a ton of really good ones. But I have I have my favorite scenes, but these are just separate of moments that make me cry. It's not my favorite, okay. but there are moments that make me cry. And I want to know if you agree with me or if you have any to add of your own. Okay? So... Uh, one of them, first of all, all of Maggie Smith's scenes, anything that she's in, in this movie makes me cry for whatever reason. It just is. Um, uh, for example, especially all the lost, all the old lost boys standing up at the dinner oh and my thanking gosh. her. That, that is, that is tears me up every time. And yep. I told you while we were watching this, that that reminds me of, um, there was a, it was like in the. 50s or 60s, or maybe it was even later than that. Maybe it was like the 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. There was a, um, not a remembrance, but a, like they were like a honoring, tribute? yeah, they were honoring a, a gentleman who helped smuggle hundreds of Jewish kids out of Germany, mm-hmm. Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were honoring him. And. <clears throat> Getting kind of choked up just Aww. talking about it because uh, it gets me every time. And so you, yeah. this, there's there's footage of this. You can actually go find this video and watch it. And they're talking about it. And the lady on stage is like, just says a few of the names of the people that he helped save. And then she says, "Are any of those people here tonight?" Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to the guy that saved all these children, all around him, rose of people around him were all the kids that he had saved. And they all stand up and start like clapping and like thanking him and stuff like that. And he gets like choked up. He gets and choked it up. Is, and that is what that reminds me of. That scene when that all, these, all of them stand up and start clapping and saying mm-hmm. thank you and stuff like that. Just because it's just so powerful. It is so powerful. I completely agree. It is that exact same feeling. And that video gets me every time. It's just, uh, whew. It's, it's, yeah, this scene is definitely like that. And then the other two that I wrote, actually three that I wrote down is the, um, there you are, Peter scene. 
Oh, with the yeah. little boy the little feeling boy. his pockets. face. His pockets. pockets. Can you believe cute little Hey Pockets? It's the cutest name ever. <laughs> um, yeah, the there you are Peter scene gets me every time. Um, and then the food fight scene, particularly fight scene. when. Uh, Robin Williams is like, hey, Rufio, and does and the spoon thing. The spoon. And the food actually, actually appears. You're like, yeah. he's, and all the kids are like, you're doing it. You're doing it. Oh, it gets so me good. So, good. so good. And then the last one that makes me cry, well, not the last one, but the one that I wrote down uh, that makes me cry is actually not Rufio's death. Oh, that gets me. It gets me for sure. It gets me. But what gets me more is Rufio giving the sword back oh, to Peter, yes. like getting on his knees. Yes. Ugh. For whatever reason, all the scenes with like the Lost Boys and Rufio and Peter are just so, so good. So good. So the writer of this, James Hart, uh, credits the inspiration for this take on the continuing of the Peter Pan story to his son, Jake, who one day asked him what would happen if Peter Pan grew up. <sighs> and so that got him thinking and he, and he wrote this. Shout out Jake. Yeah. For like changing all of our childhoods. Like... That, this is such a good movie. Uh, you remember when Wendy is showing Peter the book? Yes, at the beginning. Yeah. Well, yeah, ish. Yeah, ish. before uh, everything Before starts. he goes to Neverland. Yeah. He's like, well, this is who you were, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That is actually one of the original prints of Peter Pan. Like, that's an oh, original wow. copy. That's cool. Yeah. The illustrations are very um, that, interesting was, in that one. That version was printed in 1911. Wow. Wow. That's very cool. That's very, very cool. Um, speaking of the like the graphics and all of that stuff, can we just talk about the Neverland set for just a second? Because it's oh, so it's wonderful. good. I, I feel like it would have been so fun as a Lost Boy, but also like as all the pirates to get to hang out on that set all the time. It's just so fun. The, the pirate... Uh, ship and the pirate town is really cool, but also the Lost Boys hideout and all the like ramps and oh, the yes. flowers That's, and the. As watching this as a kid, all I wanted to do was <laughs> go there and, yeah. and, and play with them. So cool! And they had like a basketball hoop. They had skateboards. These Lost Boys were with it. They were very like, I guess they were like contemporary versions of the Lost Boys because they were like, oh, we have a ramp with skateboards and rollerblades and basketball and graffiti and they were just yeah. very very cool very cool they had that like roller coaster wind kite whatever thing. that was yeah, yeah i don't know what it was but i've always wanted to ride that yes thing. it's so good and and just the set dressers probably had so much fun like decorating everything and painting everything to look worn and old and um well used it was just really cool and all the costumes too it's particularly with the lost boys all the like random outfits that they were all in that they just happened to find and then it just the costumes across the board are really really good too so the we talked about them flying in the plane over to london yeah they flew in pan am pan am Airlines. i i clocked that i was like pan am lol real airline yeah it went out of business exactly one week before the movie premiered. Stop. <laughs> premiered? Premiered. Oh, wow. So, like you, it kind of makes me wonder, like, if they could have held out for a week longer, <laughs> do you think they would have gotten any more business? Because of because it. Because of this movie. 
<laughs> that is funny. The timing of it all. That is really funny. Shout out Pan Am. Uh, so, um, Bob Hoskins mm-hmm. reprised his role as Mr. Smee in the movie Neverland in 2011. What? Wait, why have I never seen that? Was that just like a... Was it big at all, or was uh, it... I think I saw it. There's been several Peter Pan movies that they've made in, like, the 2010s mm-hmm. um, that were kind of hit or miss. Okay. Gotcha. That's so funny that he played Mr. Smee again. I mean, he's great at it. He's amazing. And we forgot to say that he also played the uh, sweeper at the end of the at movie. The end, yeah. Which leads us to believe, was Robin Williams just drunk and sleeping? No, I think... Mr. Schmee escaped. He escaped? I think he escaped Neverland and, and got to... That'd That's be cool. what I think. Yeah, but he would escape... Because he kind of gives him a wink like he knows. Yeah. But I mean... That's what I think. Hopefully he got away with all that jewelry and treasure because otherwise he escaped to Neverland just to become, what, a janitor? A janitor? Like I mean, sweeping hey, the ground? Somebody's got to do it. Janitor, That's true. Janitors are... Uh, the backbone of our society. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Another crazy cameo. Another one? Another one that I'd never caught. Uh, the pirate, when Peter first gets to Neverland, the pirate that uh, tries to steal his shoes. Yes. Jimmy Buffett. What? Cheeseburger in Paradise, Jimmy Buffett. What is this movie, y'all? I don't know, man. It's crazy. That's Steven Spielberg is. just is friends with everybody, and it's just like, hey, you want to come do this? Like, <laughs> maybe he just is friends with all of these people. That is crazy. Um. So, do you have any more hook stuff for me before we move it along? Uh, no, I don't think I have any more fun facts. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say you were gonna ask a question. I was gonna ask you what your favorite scene of this movie was, and that's a good way to close it out, and then we can switch um, over. My favorite scene is probably uh, it's what you mentioned um, the the food fight scene. Um, okay, but yep. I guess basically that whole montage of them trying to train him to be Peter Pan again, where they're that's, singing is like in the rain, in the snow, yes, you know all that. They're training him. The, tra- the, the whole training montage. To Peter Pan. That whole, um, I guess, from when he gets to the Lost Boys, you know, treehouse mm-hmm. and everything. Um, that whole segment where they're training them and and they're like going back and forth and with the scene that you said it was like, oh, there you are, Peter. Yeah, like that whole chunk 20 minutes yes. is probably my favorite part that's of the movie. exactly what i wrote down as my favorite part is the training montage of peter becoming peter again and then a close second is when he remembers everything and he flies for the first time yeah that's a good one that's, that's a, good, a one. good one yeah really really good Ah, it's just a good movie. We can't recommend it enough. We had it on DVD. I was yes, going to say we had it's it somewhere. On DVD, um, Didn't we see it was on Amazon Prime? I think so. Oh, yeah. It was okay. on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. Yes. Um, Such a good it, one. It may be other places. Uh, we just I just happen to have this one on DVD. So okay. that's how we watched it. Yep. All right. Um, we could talk about Hook for days and days, but yeah. we are going to move it along to our second in our Robin Williams double feature, which is Jumanji. And this one is another one that I watched a lot. Constantly. We watched this a lot. Because Constantly. Because this was another one that like we would just watch it as a family. It was just such a good movie. Yeah. You know what's so funny is that I was trying to think of when I started watching this, and I think I started watching this late because when... I was younger, like I think maybe too young to watch it. I was at a friend's house and they were watching it. 
and I saw a part of it and I'm pretty sure it was the spiders. Mm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it scared me because I think I was a little bit too young. So I waited. I like left it alone for a long time. And then I finally came back to it. And once I did, I was like, oh, I love this movie. And I watched it constantly. It's just so good. It's good. Uh, this one came out uh, four years after uh, Hook in 1995. Okay. And did you know that it was based on a 1981 children's book? Because I didn't. Really? I did yes. not know that it was based on a children's book. I had no idea. But it did say loosely based. So maybe loosely it was just like it, the idea. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we'll go over the cast real quick. Of mm-hmm. course, Robin Williams, he plays Alan Parrish in this. Yep. Um, Kirsten Dunst. A young Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten? Kirsten. I think, I actually, ha- I never know. Kirsten but I Dunst. always say Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. Uh, <laughs> she plays Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Bonnie Hunt. Love her. Who plays Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah Whittle. Whittle. I love how he says it. <laughs> yeah. Whittle. Um, Jonathan Hyde, who plays um, two different parts in this. He plays... Um, Alan Parrish's dad, Robin Williams' dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's not Robin Williams because... Right, it's the kid's it's dad. It's the kid version of Robin Williams' yeah. eventual character. Um, plays his dad and he plays the hunter Van Pelt. from the game, Van yes. Pelt. And uh, I'm pretty sure that was done on purpose and we can talk about that in a little bit. Yes. Um, and then I was going to say... Oh, uh, a tiny, tiny Laura Bell Bundy plays a young Sarah Whittle in the beginning of this movie. If you are a musical theater fan, she was Elle Woods in Legally Blonde on Broadway. And she uh, was like, I don't know, 10 or 11 in this. And she played young Bonnie Hunt. And I thought that was really funny. She was also in How I Met Your Mother. I was about to say, she was Boats, Boats, Boats. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) She didn't have a name. She was Boats, Boats, Boats. But you're right. Boats, Boats, Boats. Uh, We had Patricia Clarkson. Yes. She played... uh, the mom. The mom. Alan Parrish's mom. I am so obsessed with her. if you haven't seen this movie, first off, again, where you been? What you doing? Um, this movie starts off in 1969. 69. Actually, it starts in 1869. 1869, but that's, what, two minutes? Yeah, it's um, just like the, the introduction of the game. But I'm going to talk about it in a second, but continue. 1969, uh, we have Alan Parrish... Um, the parishes, this is in New Hampshire. Uh, the parishes are kind of like big deal in this town. They own a shoe company that makes a bunch of shoes. Um, Alan Parrish's dad uh, is, you know, runs the shoe company, mm-hmm. and they kind of run the town, and he gets bullied all the time because this guy thinks that he's trying to get his girlfriend. Anyway, that's not actually what's happening. But right, right. Anywho, um, so he finds this game buried and takes it home and plays with it and ends up getting sucked into the game. Yes. He, um, the game Jumanji. Jumanji. And it is, is it seemingly just looks like a regular board game with pieces and with, you know, adventures and all of this but stuff. But it's magical. But it's magic. And everything, every roll of the dice brings upon a new calamity of some sort that comes yep. out of the game and um, into our world. And he just happens to be playing with his friend, Sarah. And so she is a part of all of this, too. And 
poor girl, bless her heart, when yeah. her friend gets sucked into the game, nobody believes her. And, and then she, she becomes, gets attacked by bats. She does. And then she becomes the town crazy lady because nobody believes her. And so the whole town kind of falls apart because the dad spends all his money and resources at this point. He changes from running the shoe store or the shoe factory to now he's just trying to find his son. Um, and so he, it, honestly, because it's such a big part of the town, the town kind of gets run down because the shoe store closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that brings in Kirsten Dunst and, um, who's the other, the kid. I don't remember uh, his, his name. name is Bradley Pierce. He plays Peter. Yeah. Um, they come in with their aunt. Played by B.B. Newworth, another Broadway legend, by the way. Um, And they move into the town. They move into the old parish house. And they end up, the kids end up finding the game um, and releasing uh, Alan, who is now Robin Williams. And he's been stuck in the game for decades. 26 years? 26 years. And he still has, obviously has the mind of a child because he's been stuck in this game, but he's been well, living he's in the jungle. A, I mean, yeah, he's definitely an adult. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, he is, his grasp of society has stopped in 1969. Right. Because he's been in a jungle since then. Right. So, and then they have to keep playing the game um, in order to make all these bad things go away. Right. And so unbeknownst to Judy and Peter, they think that they're starting their own game. In reality, they're continuing the game that was started in 1969. So the people that started the game have to finish the game, which is why uh, Robin Williams' character ends up having to play, even though he doesn't want to. And then they have to go and find Bonnie Bonnie Hunt's character because she also has to finish the game. So you're kind of tied to the game until it is it's over. It's a, it's a game for those who seek to find a way to leave the world behind. Correct. And, and then at the end says um, something, something, your your adventures will be over when you reach Jumanji and call out its name. Yes. There's a rhyme, but I can't remember it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially that is the, uh, the plot a lot of things happen in this movie. So after, you know, we, we get to, uh, we fast forward to, um, what is it, 19... I think 95, 95. Is, is what Kirsten says. Remember, yeah, it's 1995. 1995. Yeah, it's 1995. Uh, so um, fast forward to 95, and they're playing the game, and a lot of crazy things happen. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what, what all happens? Do you remember? There's... Monkeys. Monkeys. There's mosquitoes. Terribly bad CGI monkeys. Yeah, they're However, bad. they were probably really good for the time being, but Correct. now we would be like, like watching it the other day when we watched it, it was like, wow, <laughs> yeah. these are bad. <laughs> this and, is um, bad. Pretty much the same with the mosquitoes as well. All the CGI was a little Giant bit off. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes Giant mosquitoes. Mosquitoes the size of birds. Yep. Um, uh, spiders, there were, like, the jungle came into the house. There was a monsoon. The the vines growing. The vines. The vines that tried to eat people. Um, Shoot poison darts. Obviously, the the villain, the hunter. Van Pelt, who Um, was hunting Robin Williams. Right. Oh, the lion. Oh, there was a lion. Yeah, a ton of stuff comes comes up out of this game. It was rhinos, elephants, and zebras. Yep. Oh, my. Oh, my. Um, yeah, it was a bunch of crazy stuff happens in this. And can I just say, and I just thought about this, Robin Williams, obviously a great actor in general, but particularly a great character actor. Um, 
he has like he has a certain like niche in playing childlike characters. Yes. You know what I mean? Like this, like you said, he's not technically like a child in an adult's body because he did grow up. He just grew up in the jungle. So it's a little bit different. But he still kind of has that kid mentality. And then obviously in Hook, when he becomes Peter Pan again, you see the childlikeness come back to him in that. And then when he was in Jack, remember Jack? Did you ever see Jack? That's a great movie. I have it on DVD. We should watch it. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, it's sad too, though. It's so sad. It's so sad, but it's very, very good. Uh, when he plays a kid in that too. So yeah. he he has that kind of a, I don't know, that kind of a charm, that childlike. And he just, he works well with kids. He does. Everything you see him in and he's working with kids, it just, like just watching it, it just looks like the kids always want to be like. With him. With him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one of my favorite lines in Jumanji, um, I just found out, was improvised. What? Um, and not by who you think it was. Interesting. Do you remember when they're trying to find uh, Sarah? Yes. Who, who's played by Bonnie Hunt. In present day, right? Like in, in 1995. Day, in 95. Okay. And they go to this, her old house, and a psychic is there now. Yeah, Madam Serena. Serena, something like that. It's actually Sarah. Yeah. And she goes by Madam Serena. Yeah. But do you remember when Peter says, when they're like, oh, maybe she'll know where she is. And Peter goes, of course she'll know where she, Sarah went. She's a psychic. Mm-hmm. He improvised that. That little kid improvised that? The little that? kid improvised that. And That's that amazing. And that line is just so funny to me because... That's amazing. I mean, of course she'll know. She's a psychic. That's amazing. You, I think if you look, you can see Robin Williams kind of smirk just a little bit because... <laughs> I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't in the script. He was probably was like, just, kid, that was very impressive. That was good, good job. <laughs> That's so funny. That so is really funny. So another crazy thing, Peter turns into a monkey. He does. He really does. Because he, he tried cheats. to cheat. Or he tries to he cheat. He didn't try. He didn't. I didn't cheat. I just tried to drop the dice so it would land on 12. Yeah. And, and then she's like, like, honey, that would be cheating. That would be cheating. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, ha- he turns into a monkey. Yeah. Um, three hours of prosthetic makeup. Ooh. And I mean, he's a monkey for like a good chunk of the film. 15 to 20 days of filming. He had to go through three hours. Every day. Every day. Wow. And as a little kid, that's forever. Yeah. But he actually said that he enjoyed like wearing it because it was. I'm sure. I'm sure. That's so funny. Uh, think um, Planet of the Apes. It definitely had. He, mm-hmm. he looked like a Planet of the Apes. Yeah style yeah for sure for sure um speaking of costumes and set and stuff like that a bonnie hunt's costumes were deliciously 90s and i loved every second of them i just wanted to shout that out especially her main costume in playing the game with her like little boots and skirt is very cute also the set like i said in for the hook set this set would have been really awesome too the house in all of its forms like when the house turns into the jungle and then has like the river going through it but it's still a house i feel like would have been really fun to film oh, on oh yes um and then you know i know that none of the animals were real but filming all of the crowd scenes with all the animals running rampant would have been fun too um so the author of this book chris van alsberg mm-hmm. uh, according to him jumanji is zulu for many effects, which is alludes to the exciting consequences of the game. Okay. So that is where the name comes from. Interesting. And what it means. And I didn't mention this earlier, but in Hook, they say bangerang a lot. They do. 
And apparently it's Jamaican slang for like disorder, chaos, or like causing a disruption. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. I wondered why they started saying, I thought it was just like a Lost Boys thing. It's cool that it actually has meaning. Um, Speaking of Hook, uh, a comparison that I found between, well, one of the many that I found between Hook and Jumanji is that both of these movies feature a kid whose parent is forcing them to grow up. Mm. Both of them do. Yeah. The beginning of Hook, it's it's Robin Williams trying to force Jack and Maggie to grow up uh-huh. and telling them to shut up and why when will you just grow up? Da, 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 da. And then in this one, it's Alan's dad forcing him into boarding school and telling him to take things seriously and take yeah. it like a man and all this stuff. It's very like those themes are present in both of these movies, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Um so Van Pelt, like I mentioned, is hunting Alan Paris. Mm-hmm. And Robin Williams said that he did not have to act surprised when he was being shot at because the gun he's using is an elephant gun. Yeah. Very loud gun. Yeah. Um, and the blanks they were using were very loud. And really? so every time it shot, it literally <gasps> startled him. That's scary, though. Oh, my goodness. That's scary. While we're on the subject of Van Pelt, we did mention up at the beginning of this that um, the actor who plays Van Pelt is the same actor who plays, excuse me, who plays Alan's father. Um, And I am of the assumption, just like I feel like everybody is of the assumption, that that was not done by accident. And it's because of Alan's relationship with his dad. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, the child Alan is scared of his dad you know Mm -hmm. and um of the like looming future that his dad is going to create for him and he and van pelt was always saying face me like a man yes yes and it was such a like it was such a visceral memory for alan that Mm -hmm. they were that they had to be played by the same actor i thought it was a really cool choice to make i did too um also i meant to look this up and maybe you can tell me the actor who played them, I know you said his name, I just don't remember. Was he in Titanic? Um, who played Alan's dad? Yeah, and Van Pelt. And Van Pelt. I feel like he was in Titanic, and I think um, that's see. what I know him Jonathan from. Hyde. Uh, yes, he was Bruce in Titanic. I don't know who Bruce is, but I knew that he was in Titanic he was, he was for whatever also, reason. He was also in The Mummy. Oh, okay. And Anaconda. He's been in a lot of things. Okay, cool. We'll shout out him. Um... But yeah, I did like the the choice of making him play both of those characters for sure. Um, do you have any? I have one more note about this, but do you have any more fun facts for me? Uh, yes. So um, Van Pelt runs out of ammunition in his elephant gun. Yes. You recall. Uh-huh. Uh, and goes on to a gun store to buy more. Yes. Well, they've actually discontinued the round that he used in, what, 1903 or something like uh-huh. that. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, I need something else, blah, blah, blah. Hand me something big. They close the shop down, hand him the big gun. And then he asked him, he's like, are you a postal worker? Yeah. Do you know why? Is it just because of what he was wearing? No. I, I always thought it's that it was because, because of his costume. when this movie came out, there was uh, a. It had, there had been a lot of news stories of postal workers going crazy and shooting up their workplaces. What? And that's actually where we get the phrase "going postal." What? Uh huh. This and is so blowing he was my like, mind. Are you? And he may have thought that because of what he was wearing, but 
Um, and so there's kind of like a tie-in because yeah, yeah. it kind of looked like what a postal That's what I always thought. Were. Um, but that's why he was asking if he was a postal worker. He's like, oh, are you about to go shoot up your, uh, post office? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I had no idea. Wow. Uh, Robert, Roger Ebert, the famed critic. Yes. Uh, said that this film was being marketed as a family film, yet it was far too scary for children. See, it and was scary. And Robin Williams wouldn't let his kids watch it. Oh, yikes. I mean, it was scary. I thought it was scary. I saw the spiders and I said, no, thank you. I'm going to wait a couple years. <laughs> That's what I did. I mean, it was definitely, um... I mean, would you say that it's it's got scarier themes than Hook does? Because I would say it did. Uh, a little bit. I would say it was definitely a little bit scary. I will say Hook has a the lot more. The danger was more prevalent. Correct. I, I will say, though, that Hook has more murder in it than Jumanji does. You know, or like allusions to murder. Like the whole like we kill pirates thing. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it's like. They want to kill Peter Pan. They want to kill all these kids kind of situation. So another, uh, and I guess this will be, I do want to mention uh, David Allen Greer. Yes. Is yes. in this movie. Yes. Um, who is amazing. He plays uh, the, uh, what was his name? Uh, Carl. Carl uh, Bentley. Mm-hmm. And they called him Soul Man. Yes, and then when he became he, the cop. And then he uh, he worked on, at the pair of shoe factory on, on the line making shoes um, and ended up getting fired because of something Alan did as a kid mm-hmm. that he got blamed for, and Alan didn't like confess that he had done it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets fired, and he actually becomes a cop. So he's a cop that Alan runs into multiple times throughout the show, and he does a fantastic job. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's essentially there for reactionary purposes. He's there to just react to everything happening around him, and he's just so good at it because he's like. What's oh, happening? Oh, he's got a great yell. Yes. <laughs> he's got a great like scream. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, he's so, so funny. So the last fun fact that I will uh, say that kind of ties both movies together. Ooh, love it. Um, so we talked about the dual casting of Jonathan Hyde as Alan's father and the hunter Van Pelt. Mm-hmm. And it was actually an homage to the theater productions of Peter Pan. What? Where they would cast... Captain Hook and George Darling. <gasps> they were almost always the same actor. So the person who played Wendy John and Michael's father also played Captain Hook. And it was an homage to that. Do you know what's crazy is that in the live action Peter Pan that I was obsessed with as a kid with Jeremy Sumter and whoever else, but there was a live action Peter Pan. Do you remember? Did you I feel like you might have seen it. I probably saw it. But um but the the actor who played Captain Hook, I'm pretty sure it was um, Lucius Malfoy. I can't remember his real name, but the guy who played Malfoy's dad um, played Captain Hook and Mr. Darling. But I didn't realize that they did That's, that in the stage they, plays, they, too. They do it in a lot of the productions, and that was what it was. It was an homage to that. And it makes total sense because it's the same idea mm-hmm, of like, same idea. oh, I'm, t- I'm scared of growing up. scared of... Yep father that wants you to grow up kind uh-huh. of thing it's just and so i feel like that's a great tie-in together to tie those two in i'm obsessed uh, and, in in this here that is so cool i love that so much ah oh, that is so cool okay so before we get into trivia i'm gonna well let's end it the way we ended hook in that what is your favorite scene in jumanji oh, favorite scene in jumanji yeah Ooh. hmm that's a tough one. 
I know. Oh, oh I got it. It's, it's it's the uh, whole scene in the where in the hardware store where Peter is like he's dragging the canoe and the dummy <laughs> yes. and the weights and the uh, the scuba tanks and he like builds this elaborate contraption yes. and pours you know uh, detergent all on the floor so Van Pelt would slip and yes. stop. That all of the booby traps has been like great. That's a great I, one. I, I, honorable mention. When Robin Williams is stuck in the floor. <laughs> yes, when when the floor turns to quicksand and then the floor becomes the floor again, and he's yes. like, "Oh, yeah." He goes, "I'd uh, like to get like to get out, out of the floor." The floor. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. And then I think you said, and I didn't notice this. Um, another Peter scene is that when um, he goes running and looking for the axe, and he finds it outside the shed, and but the shed is locked. He starts trying to break the lock <laughs> with the axe, and he straight up looks dead at the camera. Yes. Like, breaks the fourth breaks wall, the and fourth is like, wall, and I have just, the axe. Just kiss. <laughs> it's so good. So, so good. And I think my favorite, um, it was also hard for me, but just the way that everything ends is really satisfying. Oh, yes. The final scene. Because A... Yeah. They got to go back to 1969 mm-hmm. and relive, which is amazing. And like um, his dad ends up still being alive when they're grown. Because remember, Alan's well, yeah, dad they, had died. They changed the course of history. Right. Judy and Peter's game. parents were still alive. It and then sets everything. They were even like, oh, but they keep all their memories. They keep all the memories, but the kids don't remember them. And that's really sad. No, they do. But no, the kids don't. I 100% think the kids remember. You think they remember? 100%. They look at them like they just no, met they them. They look at them like they recognize them, but they can't say anything because they're just meeting for the first you time. You think so? 100%. I always thought that the adults remembered, but the kids didn't. I I like your version better, though. Um, and just the fact that, like, Alan gave Judy and Peter's dad a job. Yes. Because well, then, the kids meant so yeah, much to them. Just, yes, that ending scene is, is great. It's so good. It's so, so good. Okay, let's get into some trivia. Um, it's going to be a little bit intense, but we're going to go quickly. Um, because it is two movies and it's two movies that we love. So I'm going to try to trip you up a little bit. I gotcha. But a lot of these are also easy. So we've got, we've got a little bit of both here. So what's going to happen is I've got, um, 10 regular trivia, which, because it's like five from each movie. Okay. Okay. And then, um, we've got, uh, a couple quotes and then just a couple of movie math. So we're okay. going to buzz right on through these. We're going to buzz through these. Let's Here do we this. go. Number one. Which two numbers on the dice must be rolled for Alan to be released? I'm going to blow your mind right quick. Why? In the jungle, you must wait until the dice read five or eight. Good job. You get bonus points. That's good. <laughs> good job. Okay. Number two. What movie is playing at the video store when the monkeys come in? Easy peasy. Is it? I thought Easy it was going to be Easy peasy. And I can tell you exactly what scene, too. Well, yeah. If you know the movie, you know the scene. It's uh, it's The Wizard of Oz. Correct. And it's the scene where the flying monkeys are attacking the protagonists. Yes. Yes. And then the, the monkeys watching the TV start imitating. And they're imitating. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Danger. Let's wreak havoc is basically what they're saying. Um, number three. Bangarang. Bangarang. Basically. Yeah. Um, number three. What happens after grown up Sarah, Bonnie Hunt, um, takes her first turn? What's the first thing that happens on her turn? The first thing that happens on her turn. 
It's not my turn. Mm. Oh, it was the the vines and stuff. Good job. Good job. The vines. Yep. Good job. All right. Number four. What is the very last thing that comes out of the game before Alan calls Jumanji? What happens right before that? Uh oh, I got it. Um some something. The earth starts to shake. Yes. Good job. It was an earthquake. earthquake. I, was, I was trying to remember it was like something something while the earth begins to shake. It's yes. like the yeah. I can't remember. Because the, the, the quicksand happens first and then it turns back into the floor and, and then, then it's no spiders. spiders. Spiders, that's right. And that's then right. that's the right. earthquake. Good job. Good job. You're killing this. Um, Number five. Last one before we move on to Hook. Number five. Please give me one of the lies Judy, Kirsten Dunst, told about her parents' death. There are a couple Uh, things she says. They were uh, on a boat in Morocco with the prince or something in it caught on fire or sank or something yeah the the yacht the sheik's yacht, the sheik's yacht yeah. sank and they drowned um the other one was they were negotiating peace in peace the middle east, in the middle east yeah. <laughs> but good good job you got it okay moving on to hook where did the bannings live 42 wild Bay, sydney um, <laughs> no. where before, did they live? before they go to london where do, where are they I don't know. New York? Mm-mm. L.A.? Yeah. Well, uh, not L.A., but... California? San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't remember that. Um, all right. Number seven. What are the first words that Granny Wendy speaks in the film? She's at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember. Hello, boy. That was the first thing she says. And she says it again when they come back. When they come back. Mm-hmm. Ugh, um, I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> okay, number eight. This is, this is a giveaway. What are the three things you need to master to be Peter Pan? Uh, Just three words. To fight, to fight, to crow, and to fly. Yes. You can fly, you can fight, and you can crow. <laughs> That's another one that gives me chills. That's another scene that's so, so good. Um, Okay, number nine. Please name two of the original Lost Boys from like when Wendy was there, okay? And two of the present day ones from this movie. Do they even mention any Lost Boys? You know two of the originals. Do I? If you do, they... Toodles? Yes, Toodles is one. The other ones were written on the tree. And also part of... The, they're also in the Disney version. In the Disney version. Mm-hmm. Wendy Bird! <laughs> That's good. Um, I don't remember their names. 
So toodles, you got. I got toodles. And then um, the ones that are mentioned in this movie are Nibs and Curly. Nibs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then so present day, name two. Pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rufio. Very nice. Good. What was my favorite? The the big guy. His name is Thud. Thud. That's Actually, right. Thud his, ball. Yeah. His whole, his whole name, he is credited as Thud Butt. Thud Butt? Which I'm like, come on. <laughs> so, but I looked up, would you like to know the, the names of yeah, the other Lost Boys? Of so they're, they're, not all of them are credited. Yeah. But there are eight credited ones. Okay. So there's Rufio, Pockets, Thud Butt, Ace. Okay. Too Small is too one of them. Too Small, okay. Don't Ask is one of them. <laughs> um, is, is twin brother don't tell? Maybe. Or maybe Too Small and Don't Ask are the twins. Maybe. I don't know. Latch Boy and No Nap. No nap. Which I think is really funny. Like, he doesn't get a nap, so no he's nap. crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, last trivia before we get into some quotes. Please name the happy thought corresponding with the following characters. So what is Peter's happy thought at the end? Peter's happy thought was his son. Correct. Toodles. His marbles. Correct. Jack. The son. The son. Peter's son. Uh, I don't remember. He says it at the very end. He says it at the very end. They both, the, him and the daughter say mm-hmm. it at the very end, but I don't remember what he says. His dad. Oh, his dad? He said, my dad, Peter Pan, because he like oh, finally yeah. uh, comes to terms with it. And then Maggie. Maggie. The daughter. The daughter. Puppies? No, but that's a good guess. Ice cream. No. She says, mommy. Oh, mommy. And then last one, Thud. You know his because he has that scene with um, Peter. He gives Toodles marbles back. These were his happy thoughts. Mm-hmm. You want to know my happy thought, Peter? I don't recall. His mother. His mother. He doesn't mention her, but he says, mine is my mother. Yeah. Um, good I'm not job. I'm so great with the hook ones. I'm I'm like <laughs> maybe 50% on those. No, but you're doing you're doing pretty good. I think you only got I mean I the, missed the first two. Oh, yeah, that's true you did. And I've been getting like <laughs> half of them that's okay. half right. It's all right. It's all right. Okay, so this quote uh trivia is a little bit different. I have a quote for you. You don't have to tell me who said it. You have to tell me whether this quote is in Jumanji or if it's in Hook. Okay, that's fun. I tried to find ones that like could, could be, be either, either or. One. Okay, cool. Okay? Let's do this. Number one, afraid. You don't even know what afraid is. That's, that's Jumanji. Correct. Good job. Good job. Number two, you must make yourself remember. I'm going to say Hook on that one. It is Hook. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought I had to think of a second because I, I, I feel like that could have been Yeah, that's why Jumanji I chose it. as well. Yeah, that's why I chose it. Um, Wendy says it. You must make yourself remember. Um, okay, number three. I'll find you. Wherever you are, I'll find you. That's Hook. Yeah. Captain Hook says that. Correct. Correct. Good job. I thought it would trip you up because maybe Van Pelt could have said it. Yeah. You know? Um, okay, number four. He kills things. That's what he does. And right now he wants to kill me. That is Van Pelt. Correct. But could have been. He's talking about Van Pelt. Yeah, but could have been talking about Hook. Um, Good. Number five. Death is the only adventure you have left. That's that's an easy one. 
Is it? That's Hook. Okay. I didn't know if it was easy or hard. Well, that was, I mean, we talked about that while we were watching it, about when, that, that yeah. line. To die is an is, awfully big is adventure. Is an awfully big adventure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, last quote. I thought I lost you again. stuff <laughs> i'm Wait, proud of myself for this <laughs> I, th- I think that's jumanji i think that's bonnie hunt talking to 100 good job i yeah. thought i was gonna get you good job you almost got me because i was like wait a second uh-huh yay yeah, you almost got me that thank was a good you one. That thank was a good you very one. much thank you okay i only have three movie math for you all right quick here maths. we go super quick maths number one Number of total Jumanji players plus, Four. sorry, what? Four. Yes. Plus the number of letters in Bangarang. I think there's nine in it. Yeah. So good. 13. Yes. Very good. Very good. Okay. Number two. Number of years I mean, out. That, that, that's not math. That's also spelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's math and English. <laughs> um, number two. Number of years Alan was stuck in the game. Okay. 26. Correct. I Minus the number of current credited Lost Boys, which is a number I just gave you. You just gave me that. You said eight. Very good. Uh, so 26, 26 minus, minus eight. eight 18. Good job. Go. Look at you listening. Paying attention because I would at not you. have guessed eight. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I gave it to you up top. All right. Last one. The year Alan first plays the game. Okay. The year? Uh-huh. So 1969. Correct. Big maths. <laughs> it's not big maths. It's okay. not. Um, minus the number of syllables in the Rufio chant. Okay, so there's nine. Correct. So 1969 minus, minus nine, nine. 1960. Good okay. job. Go. Good job. You killed it. I did okay. Good work. Um, was that was that good trivia? That was some good trivia. I, thought, I felt good, good about it. Yeah, thank you. It was, it was good trivia. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, we forgot to say Jumanji. I think we had to rent it, right? We did have to rent it. It okay. was, I think, four bucks Amazon Prime. Okay. We couldn't find it anywhere for. Or on streaming services anywhere. Which is just a travesty, by the way. Um, but yes, so if you have not watched these films, where you been? But also, uh, please go out and watch them because we cannot recommend them enough. They are two of our absolute favorites. And Robin Williams is just a treasure and a treat and a delight. Um, so now is the point in the podcast where we talk about what we're doing next week. However... We're taking a break. We are going to take... A much needed and well deserved break. We, we got twenty six episodes. episodes. <laughs> uh, so that's half of a year because we release one a week. So we're got a good six months of episodes. That's crazy, um, right? Fifty two weeks in a year. We got twenty six episodes. So that yeah, theoretically yeah, you're that right. would be. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna take and it's just gonna be a week break. We're just gonna take a week off, um, and we may hop on for like five minutes next week just to let you know what we're gonna yeah. be talking about. To remind everyone we we're back. We don't have a plan for our next episode quite yet. We got a couple ideas. We're bouncing off each other and we haven't figured out which one we want to do yet. 
so yeah, we're just going to take a break for a week, and in two weeks, uh, we'll have another episode out for you. Yeah, we're super excited. Um, and in the meantime, while we are on a little bit of a vacation, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Magic Fandom Podcast, because I'm pretty sure... That one's still going to be active, even though we um, are going to take a week off. I'll still be hanging out and playing games and stuff over there. So follow us there. Um, And also, please leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be wonderful. That helps us out a lot. Um, And then if you have any other ideas for a new episode or... um, thoughts on this episode or previous ones you can send us an email at magic pod at gmail.com yes uh did you uh, you plugged our insta i sure did yeah, okay yep i think i cool, went through cool, all cool. of it um all right friends well we hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you have a wonderful rest of your week hey uh we do have an email we do yes <gasps> um Let's see. Okay, so remember uh, we were talking about TV couples? Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I'm not going to give out your email address. I don't know if you want your email address, but this is from Hannah. Shout out. Uh, shout out, Hannah. Um, she says, uh, here's some more TV couples for you all to discuss. Um, you have Ben and Leslie from Parks and Rec. Oh, yes. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Also... Andy and April from Parks and Rec. Yes. Another great one. Ooh, Zach and Kelly from Saved by the Bell. And oh, Jesse and Slater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meredith Gray and Derek Shepard from Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Yep, I don't know one th- that one that much, but yes, I know that they're iconic. Uh, and then she says that we could also go back and talk about Alan Tudyk and his girl from Firefly. That would be another great one to talk about. Wash and Zoe forever. Oh, Phoebe and Mike. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Because everybody talks about, you know, Monica and Monica Chandler, and Chandler Ross, and and Ross and Rachel. Rachel. But nobody talks about Phoebe and Mike. And, and they're, they're awesome. perfect together. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, oh, and she also says the couples on Modern Family. Yep. All of them. Um, yeah. Zach and Kelly, she say, are iconic. They are. Uh, she also says, love the pod. K bye. Aw, I so, love her. Shout out, Hannah. Thank you so much. We love you. Um, yeah, that's awesome. TV, the TV couple episode is going to be is going to be very big. Fun. So let us know any more TV couples that yes. we should explore, and we will definitely talk about those. That would be awesome in a future episode. Yes, and then continue to send us emails because that's fun. Give us give us ideas because we love your ideas. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Have bye a good bye week. Bye bye now, off. y'all. Bye.